Hello and welcome to a roundtable edition of the Warriors All-82 podcast, Steph Curry return edition. I got the whole squad. The whole squad returns when Steph Curry returns. That is Tim Kawakami. This is a feeble Ethan Shroud. Feeble? <laughs> feeble? What happened? Oh, wow. you, 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 you labeled yourself questionable for the podcast with a little... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in these times, this current panic, you, you don't want to press yourself, right? You don't want to press yourself too much. But I'm here. I, I'm doing it for you and really not getting much of a reward, Anthony. I feel like I should be getting praise, not getting crushed. That's just my thought on it. There's a lot of podcasts to go. Okay. Uh, the fourth panelist, uh, Mr. Marcus Thompson, who I thought was going for the book plug in the post game uh, with Seth Curry, and then you kind of stopped yourself. Nah, I was just messing with Steph. Well, I will say, Ethan just talked into this phone, so I'm getting a little nervous talking into the same phone. <laughs> I need a new mic. Can I get my own mic? Wipe everything down before, uh, after every time Ethan talks. Uh, we'll just have to do that. It'll be just fine. I got an Uber. Can to- he just drink hand sanitizer so everything he, he spews Gar- is, all, is gargle. dead? Gargle. I got an Uber today, and the guy had, like, a spray bottle of alcohol, and he just sprayed me. But um, anyway. I this- need Purcell. Oh, my. Um, we should probably we should Liz. probably talk Steph Curry. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise we're gonna start talking Liz Cambage. So we should start talking Steph Curry, I believe. Uh, yeah, that was cool. That's gonna be Cambage to you. Cambage. Yeah, get it together. Cam All right, Beige? Steph Curry. Uh, Twenty three <laughs> points, uh, seven rebounds, seven assists. I thought this went about as well as it could have. Um, you know, obviously he could have hit a bunch of threes and they could have won. But uh, I was really just watching the left hand, how he'd use it. Was he favoring it? Uh, what kind of, uh, you know, would it be sloppy on the handle? He threw, like, 11 behind-the-back passes with his left hand and, like, including some highlight ones that were on target. I thought the handle looked crisp. To me, that was, like, takeaway number one. Yeah, he looked like Steph Curry. I mean, it's fantastic news. I know Haven't you watched him for 10 years? Yeah, 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 a little cocky <laughs> Steph Curry. After Hasn't Bruce Frazier watched him? <laughs> he, he's the one that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look... It's a little disappointing for the result. It would have been a really cool moment in the season had they won the game. But you just, if you're a Warriors fan, you have to be ecstatic. He looks like Steph uh, with all this, these months layoff. Really, I mean, I don't want to overreact to one game, but it does, it does start making you think about next season and thinking, okay, well, if Steph's going to be Steph, then they they could potentially be good. Yeah, I was very impressed by his left hand, uh, the handling, the passing. He wasn't at all hesitant to go left, especially you go right, hard dribble, or go left, hard dribble, right. Do you agree with me that it not only was he not hesitant, he seemed to he wanted to show us that he could use the left? I agree with you that Steph is trying to act like that was a normal amount of back passes. It was not. No. <laughs> it was not. That's like one or two or three a game tops. This was like 11. Yeah, no, nah, he, uh, you know, this, this is how Steph is. He's got to act like, no, this is how I do, but I – I, I think he was trying to show his left hand is fine or trying to make sure, like, hey, Proved I'm not so. different. Yeah, so – but it, it was fine. It was it was indeed fine. Uh, even though he go he went on the left side on the reverse and went up with the right hand, and TK is like, oh, that was right hand. It wasn't left. Because we knew where I was going with this. Uh, I thought he looked great, but he did not use the left hand on that shot. You know, he's done it before with his right hand, the, the, the Iverson turn uh, and twist with your right. And I'll, the passing was great left hand, but we didn't really see him cross over dribble left. And I think, you know, that's a strength issue. Can, you know, can you turn it over with your left hand to get it to your right? But otherwise, I thought he looked, I mean, he said himself, he felt good out there. He clearly wanted to play more in 28 minutes, but they weren't just weren't going to do it. 
uh, and you know, maybe got a little tired here and there. But and he's playing the Raptors with a bunch of guys. I mean, these are real. You get switched on to Siakam or switched on to, you know, uh, big time players. And he another another stat I thought was big for him. Only one turnover with a defense that was kind of face guarding him. And is, yeah, I mean, and clearly was le- were leaving other people anytime he got the ball to make it like a double team. At least show him a double team. He said there was one box and one on a inbound. I don't recall saying it, but uh, yeah. yeah, you know, there, there was a clear determination not to have Steph go off on the Raptors. The Raptors have a ton of guys that can prevent him from doing it, and he only had one turnover. Because sometimes you have very high turnover games just because you can't help it because you're two-on-one and you're trying to force something, and he did not do it. He found open guys. He could have had 11 assists if Wiggins makes some more shots, which I think we're going to see a lot of. But uh, Three big corner threes. Three man. corner threes. The other one's not so good. But yeah, I thought, yeah, again, Curry played really well against a really good team that was pointed to stop him. So that's obviously very encouraging for the Warriors. Yeah, I what I thought was the box and one, um, I thought they moved the ball well off of it and Pascal missed a, an open three. But, you know, maybe maybe I'll write this, but they need a they need another guard. They maybe do. Maybe you'll write it. You've been talking about it for like an hour now. Well, because, was his name potentially Killian Hayes? Yeah. But look, it Killian <laughs> Hayes. It, it took five minutes and twenty eight seconds. Hey, for you to talk about Killian Hayes, I'm not talking specifically about him. This is, is a, another guard in addition to Clay Thompson. Yes, this is a point guard heavy draft, and they don't have enough ball handlers. I know when Clay is out there, it's another capable scorer, and teams won't be doing the box and one, but. They don't have enough. They just they just don't have enough, and I don't think that they're going to, using the mini mid-level, get the kind of guy that they need. Pat Bowman doesn't do it for you? I don't think. If you have playoff aspirations, probably not. Isn't Andrew Wiggins supposed to be one of those guys? No, nah, he's a pure forward but, wing. Yeah, but he's, he's getting those shots. I mean, when you play the way they play, he's getting those shots. Getting those shots, but a playmaker. I think they need somebody who can set other people up. Um, when Steph kicks it out. I mean, no Draymond tonight takes away a playmaker. I mean, obviously he's not a guard. Well, that's the other subplot is that Draymond, hopefully for the Warriors, this season's an aberration, but if he keeps... Happy 30th birthday, Draymond Green! I saw he's having a party tonight. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, you know, it's he, he isn't the guy who is making near 40% of his threes this season, and if he doesn't make his shots, then teams are going to sag off of him, and it just seems like they will they will need to generate more offense, and they will need a guy uh, to build around. Because it's going to be hard to find guys of that caliber in free agency, considering where the market is on playmakers versus bigs. So that was one takeaway. Um, You've other, been saying that all season. One, <laughs> but when you see the box in one, and you see other that's teams true. reacting that's, to that's it, true. you know it, it, it hammers that home. The other thing is, I think. Warriors optimism, Pascal really having a nice, you know, bounce back from slamming into the uh, the rookie wall. Warriors pessimism a little bit, you know, as much as Wiggins does slot into that Harrison Barnes role. um, You're starting to see some of the issues that were prominent in in Minnesota. Um, And you saw it more so in the first half of this game, but defensively really got worked. Um, Even though he got some rebounds and other rebounds, it seems like he's just making – a cursory effort and not really getting in there. And very, he's very thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very thin. Does he look thinner than normal? He feels like he's yeah. he feels like he looks lighter than I remember watching him in Minnesota. Like he's lost weight maybe. I don't know. He's never I mean he's always seemed to have like just this kind of pencil body. Yeah and rebounded his whole career. So you know yeah. he's just not a rebounder. No, That's just not, not what he does. 
and and he should. He, I mean, six foot eight, he should be grabbing some balls that flop, bounce around, and he hasn't done a great job. He's done other stuff for the Warriors. He's you know he's blocked shots, he's stolen the ball, he's been more active on defense. Uh, I, I don't know that he's ever going to be a rebounder, and I just don't know that he's going to be a consistent outside shooter. Like what did he say at his you know press conference today? Uh, nothing I, at all. Well, <laughs> not, nothing, and very quietly. But he did say at the end, like he's going to have to work on that shot. Yeah. Because he's going to get these open shots. It looks and like Harrison Barnes' shot. Am I imagining that? It looks like <laughs> the same shot. It's a little shot. less labored. But, it, it, yeah, I, I do not. It's that frozen it's, it's, Yeah, it's a line drive. It's a little it line, a drive. line drive. Yeah, and one, so it, when it's not on, it's clanking. No one, one thing I would say, though, a slight positive, is he had a big shot. you got to remember, this guy played yeah. has played very few big games in his career. Not that this had, like, stakes on the line. But, you know, this is a, a riled-up crowd, a, probably a little bit of a nervous maybe Andrew Wiggins, knowing this is, like, the, the first day of his future. And he hit – I mean, they're down five, I think, with, what, like 120 left, and he hit the big corner Can three. Can we lower the bar any more for this guy? Like, oh, my, I mean, he did hit a wide-open what's, what's, three. What's he, what's he making this season? What's he making this season again? I mean, he hit a wide well, Damian three. Lee did not. Throw, no, throws, right? throws. Um, hey, you know, I, I think like, Kerr wants to see this. This is is intentionally only playing Wiggins with Curry. That's that like Curry plays when Wiggins plays, and they want to see that chemistry. They want to see that work. Uh, they think it's going to you know we're going to see a lot better player with Wiggins out of this. But I don't know what Marcus is laughing about. He's laughing at me. Okay. But, yeah, you want to see these moments. However much they can simulate an important moment because they don't have them the rest of the season, they want to see what Wiggins does. and They want to see Curry looking for him. Now, Curry said he wasn't looking for him tonight when I asked, but I think he was. Like another one of those, yeah, he was looking for him. He was looking for the best other player on the court. Yeah, and that was there's not a lot of offensive talent. Yeah, that's, that's who you're looking Surrounding. for, the guy in the corner who's going to be, you know, who's got a chance to hit that three. And let's see how that builds and hitting that three was interesting and missing some others was interesting and it's just going to be all add up to the equation they get at the end of the season and see what they take in the off season and and then you fit clay in there it's uh, i think it is important and obviously kurt thinks that because he's making sure that those two guys play together he um he crashed to the floor curry did uh several times and that was kind of another thing I was going to mention. One of them landed. He said it was like four minutes, and I think it was a little later than that. But I might be wrong. There was one on yeah. like a floater where he got hit oh, and like yeah, looked okay. like he almost landed. I was talking about the pick. You know, he got picked out top and kind of, you know, I think he did kind of land on his left hand, but he popped right back up. I mean, it, you could hear it. You could, you could hear yeah. a boom. It's not Aaron Baines falling on it, but it's him falling on that left hand. I don't think the hand is, is it, like – pain is an issue it seems it, like it, steve curse has indicated a few times like nerve damage sounds a lot more concerning than it is it's just hey he's got a little numbness in the left steve, hand steve kerr is like one question away from going in the 90s we all had nerve damage <laughs> you know it wasn't that big a deal Joe bushler had nerve damage <laughs> what do you guys think of this whole like steve just really leaning into it even tonight you know seven him out a couple times right after threes which um clearly you know Prickled Steph a little bit, but I mean Steph obviously takes the coaching very well. It's just interesting. I, Steve is living up to being a very niche villain of Warriors Twitter, and this is—we all have to amuse ourselves, however we do in this particular season. He's, he's the heel, huh? Yeah, he's, he's the, the guy. heel. <laughs> I think he likes it though. He's yeah. like, yeah, sit down, no Steph. doubt. Yeah, no question. <laughs> yeah, I will uh, say as I tweeted, uh, Steph wanted to play March first. Everyone thought it was going to be March first. Instead, he comes back March fifth. And the world ended. 
This was it. This was the detonation of everything we ever knew about the Warriors because he played four days later than he wanted to. What a freaking overreaction that was. Uh, I was like, come on. Well, all I know is the last place team in the NBA played a team from Canada, and this game will do killer ratings. So it worked out for the NBA. You know, if you want to be a conspiracy theorist. Defending champion from Canada, by the way. It's true. I'm curious what the ratings actually are. I'm curious. I bet it was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, better than some of their other, like, you know, last Thursday night's TNT slate. But well, locally, I mean, I don't know if we're going to get a local number. Locally, is going to do fantastic. Yeah. This is going to do incredible. And NBC Sports Bay Area can't be real thrilled about it. It was a TNT game. but so Five what? of his first six are on <laughs> national TV. Uh-oh. Oh, it's screw in NBC This is a- ABC Saturday night here is uh, Sixers. They have next ABC Saturday night against the Bucks. On the road, Clippers Thursday night on TNT coming up. We're going to see if Steph can be a good recruiter. That's what we're going to be watching for in those games. We're going to see if Steph can hugging save the Siakam at, at half court uh, during warmest, by the way. No, that's a step a, hug. No, that's an step interesting hug. long-term target. He looked really good tonight. Siakam's great. He's a great player. God, is he good. Um, anything else Steph-related before I have one more topic I want to talk about? I'm curious to see if it's going to be 30 minutes next time. Like you know, Kerr said he'd ramp it up. Okay, I missed the Kerr press conference. I was editing at the moment. Uh, You know, let's see if it's 30, then 32 quickly, and 34, and then up to 36 is what he would top out at. Uh, And I think he's ready for it. He looked he looked fine. You know, in in those minutes, it just didn't look like he was laboring to get through. He makes shots at the end of the run, so he's adrenalized by that. But I don't think his shot looked tired ever. Uh, defense didn't look great, but that's going to happen. And he's playing a bunch of great driving players in, in the Raptors. That's going to be a little harder for him. But, uh, yeah, let's see him get to 30, 32 minutes. And it's going to feel like a national Steph game. Uh, Mr. Thompson, what uh, what's kind of your, your writing angle? It, does it have anything to do with, I believe you asked Curry and the presser about it felt like he was missed tonight. I mean, this was a good crowd that you could tell really just appreciated watching him play. I think I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to just focus on, like, what it means for Steph to be back. Like, how this – I mean, when we really think about it, this crowd should not feel like this at this stage of the season, right? But, like, Steph kind of trumps it all. Uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know exactly what I'm going to write, but I'm leaning to just a moment – he creates even out of trash, even out of a bad season. You know, he'll We're he'll make something. Trash right now, Literally, way, by the way, yeah, no question. So, I don't know how good it'll be, but There's we're gonna get it done. Bud Light over your left shoulder, if you're interested. <laughs> Pretty good that you can tell it's half drinking. By the way, <laughs> it's, it's open. Yeah, it might have been. You know, it was a fun night. Um, <laughs> the the uh, other topic I wanted to talk about. I mean, obviously, you know overarching good night for the Warriors. Steph looks great in the return. They get a 49th loss. Um, stay under the Cavaliers. But pregame, two interesting news bits. Draymond Green misses four straight game with what now actually appears to not be a fake knee injury. I mean, because this would have, in I would have expected this to be one of Draymond Green's like four favorite games of the year. This would have been somewhat Christmas-like against Houston. And the fact that he got an MRI yesterday, um, that is a slight bit of concern to me and I'm monitoring that moving forward. And then the the bigger one, I mean, Kavon Looney, who was actually pretty good in Phoenix four games ago, has now missed three games. Hip soreness is what they're listing it at. Steve Kerr kind of ominously said pregame, uh, it's a concern. We'll give you an update tomorrow. I don't know if they're going to shut him down. We'll see. But, like, I mean, the Kavon Looney health experience this year is just uh, – it's, it's, it's a bad – it's bad. 
been a nightmare season for him, and I do wonder if a lot of it is the toll of the push into the finals and trying to play when he wasn't healthy to do it and just never really being able to establish an offseason. It seems like he might not have the body to really withstand doing that. And, you know, he's a good player. He's a smart player. He's somebody who could really help them if his body can hold up, but that's certainly in doubt right now and not just when it comes to this season or next season. I think it's just in doubt. And it set him down. I mean, like, there's no advantage from playing him. It's not like you're going to play him into shape, right, or play him into health. There's just no reason to play him. Uh, he's He's got one of those bodies where he needs all all the time he can to heal up. So I, just, I don't even know why he's play, he played at all. <laughs> I think they want to know going into the summer – do they have to get a center? Do they have to use one of the... The answer is yes. <laughs> like, you already know this. Well, like, I, get, I, again, I, don't think, I don't think so. I think this is old school basketball. Well, he says no centers. No, no centers. Center. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I, it's, you know, it's good to have them if they're great. But if they're not great, then I kind of like what the Rockets are doing. I kind of like Maury Ball. But if it's not a center, even if it's not a center, you go into next year knowing you need to be prepared for Luna to be hurt. Like, you just can't go into a season saying, all right, we got Looney for 82. Yeah, I would agree with that where you can go, well, Chris and Looney will, you know, sop up 40 minutes to centers and Draymond will play eight. Um, you, you probably need, need for that not happening. <laughs> yeah, you need to go. Chris will give you 25. Draymond might give you 15 and, like, I don't Let's know. Let's hope Looney's ready for the playoffs when he's really his most valuable anyway. Right. He's the new Iguodala, but he's like 24. But to like, the problem is, is it's it looks like you can reverse those numbers. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the problem is, it's kind of a balancing act where you know you you're, you can't necessarily play him because you think he might get hurt, but also he needs to play himself into shape too. Like I know what you're saying. Uh, with well, yeah, you just ain't gonna do it this year, but like next year. But it's not easy to just get in basketball shape in the offseason. Like, what is he going to go play pickup at UCLA and suddenly, like, he's going to have to prove it in an NBA game. And I think, I mean, it's easier in the offseason to do it than in season, especially, I mean, I remember Luke Walton would sort of joke that Kevon in his first season, maybe this is the type of joke you don't repeat, but statute of limitations are running out. He said, hey, you shouldn't repeat this joke. Which means I'm going to repeat it. Except for what's on a podcast. <laughs> you, would, you would joke about how Kevon, uh, was looking like a retired player because his suits were really it was he was popping out of the suit and that's what tends to happen to big men when they're on the road in a season they tend to get you know they tend to get out of shape because there just isn't the time and the resources. So taboo about saying that? Yeah. Well, because I I don't know. <laughs> like I, like like Kevon doesn't know that Luke was joking about how fat he was. Like I don't I don't know. Well, one thing I would say. <laughs> Like if I led you three into a locker room and you didn't, you knew the NBA, but you didn't know the story of the Warriors at all, and I said that's the uh, that's the thirty five year old vet center over there fading, you'd be like, yeah, okay, yeah, yep, for sure. Like looks really like a you know good smart player, but you know maybe they get like one more run out of him, and then he's, then he's going to be retired and be what evokes, a good warrior he was. Evokes Patrick Ewing on the Sonics, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> oh my, oh. all right. Well, let's see what happens. Uh, see what they yeah, tomorrow. Steph Curry. Uh, any last parting thoughts for uh, on what was you know. Was this the most interesting Chase Center night of the season? Yes. We yes. wanted to see what Chase Center would be like when Steph got going. Now, he didn't get going going, but he hit some shots, and people wanted to see it. He hit that, that buzzer, you know, that shot clock beating three was as loud as it's going to, you know, get at Chase Center this season. And I wanted to hear it. I wanted to see what that was like. Uh, it's not a playoff game. It's not an important game, but it was his, his return game. 
and this place was ready for it and it was pretty good it was a pretty good environment and leads me to believe that if they get good again uh, this is going to be a really good environment so I, I was just curious about that I think it means they're still in they're still in the big game they're still in they have to be talked about when it comes to next season if Steph if Steph is Steph then they have a ceiling that includes making a deep run in the playoffs now they need a bunch of other things to go right to do it when Kerr said that this isn't like they'll never be like what they were which is true but it was interesting that he said it in pregame that that is so but if they get a good run of luck if they nail their pick or if they nail a trade you know they could do it what about OB Toppin and, and, and DJ Augustin with the with the mid level? Would that be okay? DJ Augustin. DJ Augustin. Wow. OB is nice a player. OB's a pick I haven't made up my mind on because analytics pretty good, but you just wonder when I watch him, he almost plays like a college big man a little bit. Like I don't I don't know. But that's an interesting one. It seems like that overlaps with the whole Draymond Pascal uh Pascal log jam you already have. Yeah. Uh, Another six nine center. <laughs> yeah. I I can see that. He, even though he's actually bigger than him, but it's modern NBA, right? Ethan doesn't want a center on the like roster. Six, nine, might be too big for Ethan. <laughs> like six five, and that's it. No more. Mm-hmm. No more. I think it's just it's a different league. If you can tell me that, you know, if you can tell me that a Wiseman is going to be Chris Bosh, and you're going to guarantee Chris Bosh, then yeah, right. But I just think the ceiling is lower. And it's just not as necessary position. And it's just, you know, guys like Fred Van Fleet had so much more value than so many centers in the uh, finals last season. Just to pick a name of a guy who didn't play tonight. Steph Curry against the uh, Alec Burks, Glenn Robinson, Philadelphia 76ers on ABC Saturday night. I don't think Ben Simmons or Embiid will play. I don't know if that's confirmed, confirmed. It's a weird situation out, out there. It's a very strange situation. Then after that, um, coming up, there is the Clippers on TNT next Tuesday night, I believe. And then the Nets are in here Thursday. And if you want me to maybe break a little news, I hear Kevin Durant will not be in the building. I wouldn't have thought that. I wouldn't have thought that. But, okay, yeah, I mean, you never know. I mean, it's we're ne- I don't think his first time is going to be not playing. Yeah. Right. True, but if you're Kevin Durant, isn't the thought maybe, hey, let's get it out of the way, coming back, waving to the crowd. He can't get it out of the way. He wants to do it when yeah, he's wearing a uniform. He wants to do it where he feels like he can drop 30. He's going to put 40 on him. No, that's it. Exactly. He's not going to be wearing a suit and looking up in the stands. That's not That's not the way he's going to do it. Well, well, that's the end of what should be a pretty interesting home stand. I might see a little more yeah, of you guys. Yeah, yeah. I might have to. Ethan does not look pleased with this <laughs> development. Ethan's <laughs> much sicker am I getting just sitting here right now? And and we'll all stay healthy because we're going to avoid Ethan in the future. All right. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you from the Sixer game.